Assalamu alaikum. I'm Khalil Alika. And I'm Zahir Parker. And welcome to AccidentalMuslims.com. So, AccidentalMuslims.com is a, a movement, a platform where we showcase present and future leaders to help us live with purpose. And we believe that everybody has a story to tell. This podcast hopes to add value. So, welcome and enjoy. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, everyone to everyone watching, um, it's AccidentalMuslims.com. And today we are very, very excited. Um, we have an exciting guest. Her name is Mariam Ismail Badarun. And if you're on Instagram and you don't know who she is, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and then um, with me, my co-presenter is Carnita um, from Accidental Muslims as well. So welcome, Mariam. Shukran and shukran for having me on this opportunity. Yeah, so... Um, on our poster we had, we know you enjoy cooking and you're a mom and you are a teacher as well. So we're just going to get into it and we're going to ask you the always first question is, <laughs> who is Mariam? Um, gosh, um, I'm not going to tell you how old I am. I will <laughs> tell you that I'm in my mid-40s and not quite embracing it. Um, as you said, I'm, I'm a mom to a 14-year-old boy, mashallah. Um and as a mom, I'm finding myself in, I think, the wilderness of teenagedom at the moment. <laughs> and I'm also married for 21 years. Mm-hmm. And um, my family will tell you that my husband deserves a medal for putting up with me. <laughs> but I know better. <laughs> but that's me. And okay. of course, I love cooking and entertaining. Okay, absolutely. So, um, so we know you... Um, well, well, what I've seen, and I think Connie as well, is the Instagram personality. Oh, yes. Um, and we've seen, and what I think um, really, like, for me that I really enjoyed is that, like, kind of realness and the authenticity. Um, so can you just tell us how that all started? If you're talking about how the cooking video yes, started, yes, that's one yes. thing. But, I mean, that's just really who I'm like. Okay. I don't, I don't think I have an Instagram personality. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's just what I'm like. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the way I speak, mm-hmm. the way I do things. Um, but the cooking, I mean, I look. I always knew that I was going to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do that. And I always knew that I was going to, I wanted to be a mother. But the cooking, and I, well, I mean, I always loved cooking. I was taught to cook, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, literally taught every single dish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so what... Social media kind of did was just give me a platform um, to make it almost like kind of formal. Mm. Gave me an opportunity to then um, look at my home, yeah. um, cooking, I'm making these things. So mm. why don't I do videos and show people how yeah. easy it is to make stuff and it doesn't have to be a whole laborious day in the mm. kitchen. Mm. And so that's kind of how it came about. And in terms of your what you're doing now, like your cooking and um, how long have you been doing it though? Cooking. I've been cooking since I was at high school. <laughs> but the videos, I'm, I can't even remember. I think it must be about two or three years, not even not even three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, it's not, I've just started now, um, you know, Gourmet Goddess. Yes. Mm. Um, and started in December, I just decided, well, here's a nice business opportunity okay. I can take. So, so it's fairly new. Yeah. And it's taken new. off already. It that's does. It's, it's, it's nice, but I mean, I'm just... I'm only doing it on the weekends for now, okay. and hopefully, inshallah, I can, you know, do better I mean. as it grows. Okay. 
So the business part of it, it's you uh, you cook for people and they come and buy food. Yeah, so people, so, so I just do. Um, I'm concentrating on my strings at the moment. Okay. Um, I think it's curries. Okay. <laughs> and a very traditional capsicos. Mm. So at the moment I'm concentrating on that, and then every week I would decide, okay, what am I going to do this week? Do I have the time to do a Wednesday, Thursday office mm. order mm. or not? And so every week I'll just, you know, put it out there and say, well, this week I can do Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. and Saturday. Mm. So which dishes am I going to do? I do use social media to advertise that, mm. and the responses have been great. So my husband delivers. That's amazing, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, well, on, on the yeah, weekends yeah. anyway, and I would do it during the week. Okay. Yeah. That's very really good. And growing up, um, learning how to cook, eventually now becoming a, a business for you as well. Or do you have mentors that you have um, gained inspiration from and guidance from? Um, mentors in the sense of people um, guiding you in terms of your studies or in terms of a career, mm-hmm. not so much. Okay. Okay. Um, but I draw inspiration from the people around me and those closest to me. Mm. So um, that would be my girlfriends, your squad. Yes, <laughs> yes, you try. Your yes. Squad. <laughs> yeah. So that would be my girlfriends. Um, just a, you know, a handful of them um, who are strong women, mm. and um, some family members as well. But the two people mm. who really have impacted my life the most and who I draw inspiration from, strength from, who have um, taught me everything, I've learned the most from, who continue to guide me, educate me in terms of everything. Um, life choices, spirituality um, would be my aunt and uncle, um, who raised me actually. Two amazing human beings um, who, if I, if I had to, you know, if you're asking me if I have any mentors, then they would be... The two. Okay. And um, I think that, that almost links to, because you spoke about your tribe, and um, I think having good friends around you is almost also a form of success in your life. Yeah. Um, so if I would ask you, like, what what is your definition of being successful? What is your definition of that? I think success would be to be able to do something you love mm-hmm. and then achieve those goals. Mm-hmm. And then use that success, you know, um, to um, give other people opportunities so that they too can become successful, empower other people. I think that. Wow, that's very powerful. <laughs> so just going back a little bit, um, who, so growing up, um, <laughs> the young Maria, you know, the young, the child, the teenager, um, those kinds of things, who, what was that like? How, who were you? I'm going to go with maybe like five years ago. You were teenage. I want to say you were a teenager five years ago. <laughs> and um, <I> like <laughs> and um, yeah, just a little bit about, you know, where you come from um, and your young life. Yeah. Something interesting. I must actually share this with you. I started school when I was four years old. So 15 in matric. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 16, I was at university. And by the time I was 20, I graduated and I was teacher but um, I went to school when I was four years old because I think I had like four cousins who were basically the same age maybe two years older than me actually who started school so I was the only one who was at home Mm -hmm. 
So my granny went to Kunkel with the principal, and then let's send Mariam to school for speak and bunchies. But then okay. Mariam did well. Okay. So then I went to that time. It was called Sabi. Yes. yes. And so that's how come. So so primary school was a breeze. You know, I, it was very easy for me. Um, but when I got to high school, I was emotionally I was so immature compa- compared to my peers. I had to work extra hard to do well. I went to every single extra class possible for maths, physics, English, Afrikaans, mm-hmm. until matric, mm-hmm. until my matric exam. Mm-hmm. So it was really tough and adversity. I actually just couldn't cope. Mm-hmm. And I went to a teacher training college. Um, so that kind of informed my decision with my son to send him to school later. Mm-hmm. Rather than when he turned 16 mm-hmm. in that year, I waited until he was seven mm-hmm. to send him to school. Yeah. But anyway, so that was me, and I was raised in a, in a, alhamdulillah, a very good home. Um, my uncle and aunt, as I said, raised me, and I could never, ever skip madrasa. So from the age of five, every single day, Monday to Thursday, Monday evenings, whenever there was a class, I had to go. If I was writing, Matric exam the next day and Monday night was madrasa. Mm-hmm. I had to go to madrasa. It was never yes. a choice. Mm-hmm. So today we kind of make all of these concessions because mm-hmm. the children's lives are so busy after school. And for me, it was, it was never, you got a nipple match? Oh, no, no, we're not playing the nipple match. you got to go to madrasa. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like yeah. the day I was raised. And um, so so just to link on to that then, like what, what kind of advice do you think you'd give to, to parents now? Um, with regards to that kind of keeping that balance mm. and because there's so much happening and I mean your parent you're also a teacher yeah. so um, from that perspective you know what I, I actually don't even know what to say because I'm struggling with that now mm-hmm. as a mother um, my son was in madrasa then he had some extra classes and sport and then he went to a different madrasa that could accommodate him then we got someone to come to our home mm-hmm. to teach him I don't know. I think that um, um, it changes as your kid gets mm-hmm. older mm-hmm. and you just have to do what works for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we are lucky now that we, we do have people coming to our homes mm-hmm. to teach our kids. We're very lucky in that. Yeah. But um, I like the idea of a madrasa. It's so social mm. and it's so nice. And for yeah. us, it was especially liquor because mm. we used to walk together yes. to madrasa mm. in the community. Just mm. four blocks away from our house. Mm. Wearing a white burka, having a red pompy, the wind is blowing, <laughs> and you try not to get it on your burka yeah, because yeah. your mother's going to find out you had, you ate one of those yeah. things. So all of that, it's, it's just such a nice social yeah. experience. Um, so kids are actually missing out if, you know, we don't do that. So speaking about madrasa, <laughs> seeing as we're on that line of things, what is your favorite ayah out of the Quran? Um... <laughs> <laughs> You can't say all of them. <laughs> no, but we all have a lot. Am I right? No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I have so many. Um, the reason why I think we have many, actually, is because um, at different times in our lives, we go through different things. And so we read an ayat, or we come across an ayat that just makes meaning for us at that time, and it makes sense to us, and it guides us at that time, and we just latch onto it, you know, that's, yeah. and that's what, what's important to us at that time. So that's why I think we have a lot of different ones. So, and you'll remember those ones. Mm. Um, but for me, I would have to say that the one that I have to remind myself about 
the most every single day of my life because of the kind of person I am, overzealous <laughs> and impatient, <laughs> would be, um, uh, so be patient with a beautiful patience. Um, it's such a uh, meaningful, such a big eye act, you know, I feel like, because it's not speaking about just the simple patience of suffering through something. Mm-hmm. It's not speaking about that. Mm-hmm. That patience is, I mean, patience in itself is a multifaceted and multidimensional virtue. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's about having strength mm-hmm. and perseverance and it's linked to forgiveness and gratitude especially. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a huge patience that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's also not accepting abuse. Just yes. not accepting bad things that are happening in your life or happening to you. Um, it's not about that. It's it's finding a middle way when you when you're responding to that situation, um, not to be aggressive in your response, not to be angry in your response, not to be violent in your response, but not to sit back and just take take it. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that that is the most difficult patience to have. Yes. It's not just a simple patience, mm-hmm. but that I had I many times a day. <laughs> I have to remind myself yes. about that beautiful patience. Your gourmet goddess business, obviously, is very new. Yes. Right. So, do you already know where you see yourself in ten years time? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my mother died when she was very young, so twenty years ago, and. I think because of that, I'll just be very happy and grateful to be around in 10 years mm-hmm. from now. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, because, of course, I want to um, be there supported in my child. It's like my biggest worry, my mm-hmm. biggest concern, my biggest mm-hmm. stress, you know, not being around. Mm-hmm. And at that time, we should be maybe completing studies, maybe starting a new career. Yeah. Um, and I want to be there for that, mm-hmm. all of those moments. And in terms of business... Um, I'm very dreamy, so I'm not a person that writes down the goals and then mm. has a plan and I'm dreamy and I just go along with whatever happens. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. so, um, so what I would like to do is um, work on this business, inshallah, and then um, perhaps, I mean, I would like to have a little cafe mm-hmm. um, where I'm just focused on Cat Malay cuisine. Mm. I know it's been done and a lot of people do it and it's great, but I also want to do it. Yes, why not? Exactly. Why not? We'll have your signature. Yes. And I'm very keen to, my family recipes are just amazing. Mm. Um, All of my, 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 my mom, my aunt, my granny, all my aunties, cousins, we all make the same things with the same recipes. Mm. And I'm really keen to compile that Mm. and do a, a recipe book, a cookbook. So yes. maybe in ten years I'll have two or three. Mm. <laughs> Inshallah. Yes. And and so what's your favorite recipe? And I want to is there a favorite dish that you make? Anything with potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> you I do know if you're watching my stories and stuff, <laughs> yeah. you do know how much I love potatoes. Right? I also, so at work today also we had this this one girl saying she's not eating potatoes and I was just like what is this catastrophe? Like, how do you not? <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's of course, I have no carbs. <laughs> that is actually what she was saying. I'm saying yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You eat food without. <laughs> so, all my family recipes are, are my favorite. My, but my 
the best mm. recipes to do are the ones that are quick, easy, and inexpensive. Mm. And when I'm cooking, mm. I'm I'm look. There are lots of beautiful, amazing cakes and recipes on Instagram. It's food porn, they call it, right? Mm. <laughs> it's amazing. It's wonderful. And once in a while, I like to try those things and I like to make it. It's great. Mm. What I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to make like real food. I'm so conscious of um, somebody having to go buy. I don't have anything against the ingredients. It's just that it's expensive. Mm. So buying coconut flour and almond milk and whatever to make a cake or to make a pudding, mm. it's going to cost a lot of money yes. and so when I'm cooking yes. I'm trying to just be so basic yes. that I don't that I want everybody to be able mm. to make it mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's actually quite a quite a cool concept mm. I think um, and I think a lot of people we like you try to eat healthier but things are more yeah. expensive it's so, so it's a very yeah, yeah. so, so yeah. expensive and then also I'm lazy to clean up <laughs> <laughs> Aren't yeah, we so all so the one whisk and bowl recipes are my favorite yeah. The one pot pastas, you know, yes, anything yes. that involves one pot and a spoon yes. and a knife. <laughs> Maybe a chopping board. Yeah. That's it. That's enough mess for me. Minimalist. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I would I think both of us would buy that cookie. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it would be your first customer. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to describe yourself in three words, how would you? I know what my family would say. They would say I'm a drama queen. Probably. So, so now we're saying the opposite of what they would think. No, I, I, I admit to that. I am. I can be a bit of a drama queen. So say drama queen's a one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm an empath, really. And I'm too sensitive. So I would say sensitive and I'm empath and... The drama queen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we gonna are we gonna quickly go over? So we're gonna do the we kind of uh, want to about the <laughs> the the complete the sentence. We just go through it. So number one is so basically you're just completing the sentence. So Allah is. This is so funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is so funny. When we were at Madras when yes. we were kids, we were taught this rainbow. Okay. Allah is one. So the Muallima would say Allah is one. Yes. He has no partner. Yeah. He alone is worthy of worship. <laughs> he created the earth, the sky, yeah, the yeah. sun, the moon, the stars, everything and the whole universe. He gives life and death. So, um, okay, so love is a losing game. <laughs> Amy Winehouse, come on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Konita, you can go for it. Uh, the world needs not another Mariam. No, it's a, um, okay. The, I know the obvious answer, but that's uh, let's see. Less walls, less boxes, less compartments, less separation, and more kindness, more patience, more understanding. Absolutely. And it needs healing. That I love that. Mm. I'm um, happiness is looking at the menu and seeing potatoes is on me. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, so true, it just resonates so much, so deep. <laughs> okay, uh, success is I told you what success is. Success is um, doing what you love mm-hmm. and being able to empower others and giving back to others. Uh, being a Muslim to you means? 
living a life of compassion and just letting love lead. Wow. Leading with your heart. Beautiful. Leadership is. Leadership is to serve. To um to work in your community, to build better communities, to empower people, to build a better society, and ultimately to um make sure that we have a more just and peaceful and um, world, compassionate world. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go to your teaching quickly. Sure. Um, because I think I think teachers are one of, as you're saying, one of the greatest parts of society. Mm. Um, I think because they build up everyone else, basically. We all come from teachers. Mommies and teachers. And so, and yeah. <laughs> and so, um, if you had a, um, if you think of today's youth, what what is it that excites you about today's youth? Today's youth are the most connected generation. That's the first thing, right? Do you agree? Yes. So they are um, they're wired and they're woke. Mm-hmm. They're wired and they're woke. Okay. They are on top of everything. Mm-hmm. They are championing um, social justice campaigns. They are challenging our leaders. Mm. They are leading political debates. And they are giving us fresh perspectives on the issues that affect us. Mm. So that excites me about youth. Awesome. And, and what concerns you? Yeah, this is a, is, um, it's a sad topic. It's something that we need to speak about, I guess. But what concerns me is the amount of young people who live and suffer with depression mm. and are increased rates of suicide. Mm. And I'm actually just ashamed to say that I don't know enough about it. Mm. Um, but I'm always asking myself, why? Like, why is it so rife? Why do so many people suffer with depression now? Is it because we just didn't know about it before, that people didn't speak about it mm. before? I don't know. I mean, I'm like, I want reasons. I want to, so I read a lot about yeah. it yeah. to try to find out more. Um, and it really does um, make me sad because it's not people way out there who's affected by depression. It's right here in our families. And we don't know how to handle it. We don't know how to cope with it, you know. It's worrying. And I think that for us it's important with our young people to, to reach out. Um, to sometimes just send a WhatsApp to say, hi, how are you? So that they know they're important and they are cared for. I mean, you don't need to try to change the world. You just need to do something small yeah. um, to make sure that they know someone cares about them. If today was your last day, <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming, <laughs> and you're going to die, <laughs> what did your last day? I have an answer for this because I think I'm going to be giving everybody so many instructions about my child, <laughs> about what to do and what not to do. So I don't know. I feel like I, I probably... I'm thinking of great stuff to say, but I'm going to be my worried about my child, and I'm going to be definitely giving orders mm. about that. But um, more seriously, I would probably say, count your blessings. Mm. That's it. Just count your blessings every day. Mm. Absolutely. Just live a life of gratitude and count your blessings. Yeah. Okay.
before you even think of complaining about something. Mm. Gosh, think about all the many blessings. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask, what was the, um, what made you decide to go into teaching? And what age do you teach? Um, so I started teaching madrasa um, because I was in Wichik already when I was very young, 15, so I started teaching madrasa at that time. Um, and I taught Quran reading, Arabic Islamic studies. Okay. And um, I went on to do that for like 20 something years. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where did you teach? So I taught at the Darul Ilum Institute in South River where okay. I grew up. Okay. And um, I taught at the Claremont Mandarin my Saturday morning madrasa as well for many, many years from 1991, I think, or 1992, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, and I mostly teach grade two and three classes. And um, in primary school also, mostly okay. uh, grade two and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I taught for about ten or eleven years. Sure. Yeah. Any any favorite uh, teaching moments? Favorite and not so favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I do have so many not so favorite. <laughs> I have oh a lot of my followers on Instagram. Oh, kids that I've taught. How's that? Oh, <laughs> okay. So you so you can tell us the not so favorite. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh gosh, there are so many. There are so many. Um, I can't even actually pinpoint one. I think the end of the year gives so my favorite moment. <laughs> I, was, I was actually just about to ask about that. <laughs> All the oh so heavenly. Yes. So sun cream. Heavy sets. <laughs> yes. Those are my favorite. I just loved seeing children progress, to be honest. Um, it was so amazing. Um, a lot of, of of my teaching career, there were so many sad moments also mm-hmm. because families go through really difficult times. Mm-hmm. Um, at times, you know, you end up in court because, mm-hmm. you know, not such nice things mm-hmm. happen to the kids. And so I, I emotionally, like if you're an impact, you know, just absorb all of that. So it's, yes. it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. to, to be in that all the time, mm-hmm. that state of mind all the time. So that really affected me. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I once with my madrasa class, um, I did lots of art activities with them. So a great moment for me was using um, Archbishop Desmond Tutu's book, God's Dream, mm-hmm. for one of my lessons. Mm-hmm. And it obviously, you know, teaches about just embracing others and yeah. being compassionate and so on. And we use that and we use one of the lines in the book that says, God smiles like a rainbow when we love she and Ki. And using that book in my madrasa class was really great. Mm-hmm. So the kids all did a, um, a handprint rainbow with you know their hands and yes. their feet, which was great. Yes. With, and they painted the message on there. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. And they actually published it in, in uh, some New York magazine. That That's was really nice. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I really, okay. that was a, f- a wonderful activity. Mm-hmm. The kids loved it, and then that was just the cherry on top, I think. Any any last messages? Um, just for everyone watching, yes. um, any kinds of words of wisdom? Anything that you'd like to tell everyone? Now you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't. Just don't believe everything you see on social media. <laughs> That's the one thing I want to say. You know, um... That's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really, I have a lot to say about that, mm-hmm. but we won't go into it. You can that. go in. No, <laughs> okay. um, it just gives you like a kind of false mm. um, expectations mm. about what your life is supposed to be like. Mm. 
life is not like what you see on social media. So I think that's what I just want to tell everyone. Mm -hmm. But my food is like what you see on social media. (laughs) I was just about to say that you trust those pictures. (laughs) And in terms of your your business, um, are there any details you'd like everyone to know about? What do you Uh, make? When? How? No, I'm... It's, if all the details are on social media, on, okay. on Goddess Mariam, on my Instagram page, on Facebook, I share it. So mm-hmm. if you just follow me there or okay. find me on Facebook, you'll find all of the details there. And I mostly do it on Saturday. So. Okay. But it's nice if you're going to order food from me because I love to meet social media people and yes, friends. Yes. I love to meet them in 3D. It's really great. It's <laughs> awesome to meet. So you can always come by and say hi nice. and collect your food. So that would be cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you so much for your, your just your realness. I yes. think it's really refreshing. And yeah, we wish you all the success for the future, inshallah. Amen. Um, it was lovely meeting you. Shukran to you. Such a great team and all of the best for accidental Muslims. Shukran so much. <laughs> so that's it for today's show. We hope we added value. We hope you enjoyed it. But most of all, we hope our guests inspired you to live with purpose. Don't forget to send us your suggestions via info at accidentalmuslims.com. If you know anybody out there that is inspiring, that's leading, that's living with purpose, please uh, do contact us. And remember, feedback is our oxygen. So follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed. God bless. Assalamu alaikum.